0: Hey, York Alliance. Welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Thursday, February 29th. Happy Leap Day to everyone. That's a day that we don't get to see on the calendar very often. It's just another day, of course, but uh, it's at least a date that you don't get to see. We'll take anything for a little bit of excitement, right? Hope you're doing well today as we wrap up the podcast week and uh, continue in this journey towards both uh, studying and engaging the content of Demonstrating the Gospel, But uh, maybe more importantly, certainly I I think more importantly, uh, the practice of demonstrating the gospel. This is a practice series, and the whole idea is that we wouldn't just wrestle with these ideas in our heads, but that we would put them into practice, that we would step into the work of practicing the gospel. And so I want to encourage you, if you have not picked up a practice guide and have not uh, started to work through those individual practices that are in there and certainly uh, within this, uh, the, the uh, context of community uh, begun a discussion around practicing the gospel. This is a great time to to do that and uh, you don't need to pick up where we are, go back to the beginning and work your way all the way through. These are practices that don't necessarily need to tie to our, um, our week-to-week preaching series and so I want to encourage you if you haven't picked that up yet to uh, to step into those. So as we journey together in this, uh, we've been talking about the river this week. Uh, There's been lots of conversations around this imagery from Ezekiel 47 of uh, the river of God and what it means to be in the river and what it means to be just uh, shallowly wading in the river versus uh, diving all the way into the river. And on Tuesday, we talked about pathways to the river. How do we get into the river? Practically, what does it look like for us to step into the, the work of God? Well, today I want to talk about um, what, it, uh, what gets in the way. What stops us from getting into the river? Or uh, when, once we're in the river, what pulls us out of the river? And if you've been following Jesus for any period of time, you probably have firsthand experience with many of these because uh, they're a normal reality to our life. It's important for us to remember and not beat ourselves up about the fact that we live in a fallen world. We are fallen people. And while God has done um, a mighty work in uh, redeeming us and um uh, 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 transforming us there's uh, still distraction there's still lots of things that uh, get in the way and so um, we aren't going to be in the river all of the time but uh, we want to be those people who are in the river as much as we possibly can. And so um, that's what I want us to be uh, wrestling with. When we understand what the barriers are, we can understand maybe a little bit more how to eliminate them and how to spend as much time as we possibly can uh, in the flow of the Spirit, in the river of God. And so I want to list four of them. Uh, I'll just walk through in no particular order, but walk through four different things that can get in the way. Um First uh, is the one that is probably most uh, evident, and that is simply sin, Uh, intentional sinfulness or sinful patterns that get in the way of us being in the river, and this might be immoral things that we are stepping into, or it may be uh, passive things. The uh, great confession that we often will use on a Sunday morning talks about the sins that we have uh, done, the, the, the those things that we've done, and those things that we've left undone, sins of commission and sins of omission. And uh, both of those things are a significant part of uh, what stands in the way from us getting in the river. Uh, sometimes it's because we've committed certain sins. Sometimes it's because we haven't done some of the things that we should have done. And uh, we we are uh, lacking in the flow of the spirit because we've been disobedient and we haven't listened to what Jesus has called us to. So sin is is uh, a a pretty evident one that can get in the way, and of course, um, it, we have to be careful not to just beat ourselves up for it and dwell in it, but rather just turn. Um, it, it's uh like like any kind of um, w- w- the example I uh, immediately comes to mind is when you're praying and an errant thought comes into your head and uh, you start kind of going down a pathway thinking about something else other than God. You draw your heart back. You don't beat yourself up about it. You just come back and uh, come back into the presence of God. In the same way, when we're sinning, rather than beating ourselves up about it, we just need to turn, uh, repent, turn, and uh, step into the right way of living. And so um, when we find ourselves trapped in sin, uh, we need to turn from it and uh, move the other direction. Another thing that can get in the way of being in the river is fear. Um, we have uh, fear of all kinds of different things. What will people think? And um, wh- what would God ask me to do? And if I'm fully committed to him, uh, won't that be weird? And when I end up in poverty and when I end up uh, in all, you know, in, in Africa somewhere or whatever, like um, we, we have fear that God is going to uh, do something that we're not going to like, um, which by the way, is uh, sometimes a valid fear, but, God uh, changes our hearts along the way, so that um, that He's uh, He's shaping us into the things that He's uh, He's calling us into, and so um, that that fear of um, of following God can get in the way of the river because we are concerned about what would happen if we are fully committed to God, and that's related to the third thing, which is control. Um, we like to be in control. I said at the back end of the. Um, uh, the podcast about the pathway into the river, that one of the things that we have to do is to be able to uh, release control. Well, of course, the opposite of that gets in the way is when we need control. And sometimes we can get in the river and find ourselves a little out of control. And that's when fear kicks in and control kicks in. And um, the, the example I always use is we put our feet down and we walk upstream. You know, we try to get back to a place that we can be in control. And uh, that that kind of control is just antithetical to the the full pursuit of God. And uh, we talked about it a bit during the Deeper and Wider podcast yesterday, but it's uh, such an odd idea that we would think that us being in control is uh, better than God being in control. Because, of course, our control is false. Like, there's so many things that we are not able to be in control of. And so... When uh, when we act like we're in control, we're not actually truly in control at all. But when God's in control, he actually is in control. He's actually able to uh, manage the world around us. He's actually able to deal with all of the uh, things that would be coming that for us get in the way. And uh, for him are uh, things that he's able to engage. And so um, uh, control is kind of a, a false idea, but it's certainly something that can get in the way of us getting in the river. But the biggest one that uh, I think stands in the way, and I, want, I did want to save it for last, so I said no particular order, but the last one is significant. And that's for our world, busyness and distraction is a really clear way why we don't end up in the river. Our lives are just too full of stuff, and I'm saying this as someone who is absolutely guilty um, our, we have so many things going on and there's so much happening that we not only don't take the time to stop and listen to the voice of the Spirit, but we can't because if He tells us to do something, we don't have time to do it anyway. We are, we're not capable of following after Him. And, and so we have to be uh, getting rid of stuff. Um, so often when I talk about practices, People feel like, oh my goodness, how am I going to add the practices of Jesus into my life? Like I already my life is so full. But the call to formation is not a call to be busier, to do more. It's actually a call to do less. It's a call to not addition, but a call to subtraction. A call to us ruthlessly looking at the stuff around us and say, do do I really need to do that? And that may be as simple as eliminating some uh, binge-watching of TV shows or uh, the some uh, video games or social media scrolling. Or it may be more significant where you have to look at uh, at activities that are a regular part of life and say, do I really need to do that? Is uh, is that really that important? How many times a week do I need to clean the house? How many times a week do I need to, uh, to do X, Y, and Z as a... a, a, a a chore around the house or how many times do I need to um, uh, go to Starbucks or uh, go uh, to the grocery store or whatever? How, how can I be more efficient with the way that I'm living so that I would be able to fully engage the heart of God? Busyness and distraction, is a, 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 those are key ways that we lose the heart of God and we fail to get into the river. Of course, there are other more uh, difficult and deeper ways that I didn't try to deal with within a 10 minute podcast, things like uh, addiction uh, and trauma past abuse uh, cycles that can get in the way. And those require a a little bit more uh, work to deal with in terms of uh, sometimes therapy, uh, sometimes uh, intentional prayer, uh, journeying along with mentors who can help you through them. And so there are ways beyond that. But for, uh, for people who aren't dealing with those kinds of deeper issues, sin, fear, control, And busyness are ways that we fail to get into the river. And so I want to encourage you to get into the river. Um, Deal with those things as you can. Those are all areas that you have control over. And so uh, let's uh, be willing to open up our hands and to ask God to take things away and to be able to step into the river. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, the second of the major metaphors in the scriptures, wind and breath, that we'll look at. Uh, This coming weekend as we uh, gather together. And so looking forward to being with you. I pray until then, may the grace and peace of Jesus be yours. May you experience his spirit on you and in you and through you. Flowing out of you into a waiting and watching world. Have a great rest of the day. And uh, I will see many of you on Sunday and be back with you again next week. Grace and peace to you.